Life Audio. All right, let's get into it. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, we've come to that part of the evening, uh, which we all look forward to the most, which we probably should have started with in retrospect. Um, it's the Q&A. Uh, it's the Q&A live episode. episode. Uh, before we get into it, Pipe, tell us about our sponsors. This episode... Wow, the Happy some, Rant Podcast. <laughs> somebody, somebody's tired. Dude, the king of the promo is a little so tired. Somebody, somebody's getting a little sleepy. Maybe uh, he needs a little bang. Little rainbow unicorn. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. These you know cohorts take it out of you. Podcasts take it out of me. <laughs> no. The, uh, our sponsors are Visual Theology. Uh, all of the great swag that you fine folks in the room have seen out there is from them. Uh, Josh Byers there primary artist, their director, their boss man has done all of that. If you go to visualtheology.church, you can see all the resources they have for Bible study, theological study, teaching, training, decorating, etc. And use the code HAPPYRANT to get a 20% discount. Our second sponsor is Thomas Nelson, or Tommy Nelson, what were you calling? Was it Tom Nelson? Tom. Tino. Tom Nelson. Tom Solid Nelson. Guy. Yeah. Yes. Salt Fl- of the earth. Florid face, Tom Nelson Give Bibles. me the shirt off his back. The New English Translation. Um, I have said much about it in the previous episodes. I'm not going to now because you guys keep interrupting, and Ronnie gets offended because I don't think he knows what original languages are. So go to netbible.com slash podcast. Check out the special Maybe offer they have for you. It's hard. <laughs> I preach every week. I know, and yet you still sit over there and be like, why are you looking at me? Yet why are you I looking at me? I preach the gospel every week. Wow. Dude, yeah. you, know what? you know what's crazy? Um, whenever there's a, like a high-powered publishing executive in the room, I like to reach out to that person and give them some love. Mm. Um, I've done that with Kyle, mm. our editor at Harvest House. Mm. I've not done that with our, our rep from TNLS is here tonight. He is. Mm. Uh, Aaron Armstrong. Let's clap it up for a. the a. great Aaron. A.A. Ron. In the house, making this business deal happen with us. And uh, the dream, the little granule of a dream of this business deal, he made it come to fruition. And uh, we are grateful for him. Also former being here. Uh, former co-host of a podcast with me. I, wow. Well, right. It was his podcast. I was the co-host. Let's just be wow. clear. But was the was the dissolution of that podcast was it difficult for you? I no, mean, no, it wasn't. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> also, but also not or... a negative. It just okay. was. It was. It was a transition in life. Okay, fair but, enough. No, he was a great co-host. Fair enough. Mm. Breakups are hard. Yeah, goodbyes you know, are sad. Goodbyes are tough. But you I know don't know. What? You used to do the Art of Pastoring podcast. You know about, yeah, know. about this. Yeah. Baby, is that thing coming out of the mothballs anytime? Or Boys, we, are I can't we, really. It's called, we, for, it's called For the Church. I'm not really at freedom to discuss Are that. we knocking the dust off that thing? I'm not at freedom to discuss secret information. <laughs> yeah, because that's electric. Oh, well, I mean, I hear, that's I hear, electric. I hear Jared is still ginormous. doing the same thing on For the Church, more or less. <laughs> oh, just with, oh, with a different Ronnie. You hear the same thing. In that you hear just two old pastors talking shop. Two former but, former pastors, let's be clear. Oh, that's right. So in a sense, what I'm hearing you saying is it's the art of pastoring by someone who doesn't pastor. Oh, snap. So like, yeah. if, if those who can't do teach. I mean, I don't know thing. if this is the part you know? where I got to like fight one of you for my boy Jared C. Oh, you got to defend Jared's honor. I don't know. Dude, it's like I'm, cor- I'm so confused. He's, he's about to slap you I'm, with a glove or something. There's so much conflict right now Dude, for, it's like, it's for like, a lover, not a fighter. It's like Karate Kid 2 in here. I'm like the guy in the high-waisted pants and the shiny shirt. You know? What does Ralph Macchio do when he doesn't want to fight, but he knows he has to? <laughs> he runs away, uh, and the movie is that much worse for that's it. That's right. He gets, his, he gets his butt kicked by a chain-link fence, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, where was the synergy in the first two ups? That's my know, question, man. but I love it. Let's not dwell on you that. You mentioned Cobra okay? Kai, and everybody just Let's move pumped. forward. Forward motion is everything. Um, we have two mics. We have two mics positioned... Just strategically, honestly, oh, in, the, strategically. In, the, in the front of the room. I, I can't imagine two mics set up better than that. Think of the you? room in the sense of there's a this side and a that side, yeah. and each side has a mic. Yeah. I don't want to put too fine a point I mean, on it. Sometimes I have dreams, and I think this is exactly how I would set up those microphones. It's a beautiful too. room. Yeah, and nice job setting up the mics, too. Yeah. But um, here's the deal. We're going to open it up. So if you want to come down, ask a question, uh, fire away. We got, are, you, are you ready? Dude, yeah, look, this guy wants it. a Bible. Oh, he, dude, this he, guy yeah. wants to read the Word of God. He loves some original <laughs> Absolutely, languages. Absolutely, dude. 
This guy owns a few books too, man. He does, man. I can tell by looking Thank at you. him. Thank you. I saw this gentleman yeah. on the sidewalk today. I was going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. I love it. Did you enjoy your omelet this morning? Today? I did enjoy the omelet. What I enjoyed more than the omelet, though, was the celebrity moment that you gave me. And I, here's the thing. My lady and I have been together 26 years, and, and she's so supportive of all the crap that I do, um, but it's hard to impress her, right? And, you know, I'm still 26 years in. I'm looking for ways to impress her. When you came up to me on the street and you said, are you Ted Cluck from the Happy Rand? And then you snuck me a 20. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I walked a little taller after that. I could sense that she was impressed. So thank you for that moment. I appreciate That's it. A tax yeah, you're $100 right now, poor, but man, but you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Checks in the mail, buddy. Um, no, fire away. What do you got, man? Kevin from Tampa, Florida. I think you, you like Kev. it. Kev. Yeah. Clap it up for Kev. Clap it up Thank for Florida, man. You. Thank you. Tough to go so, first, yeah. Kev. So this, you know, it'll require some vulnerability. Um, I know you guys Little are capable voice. of that. Yeah. yeah. Little fee voice. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. If you could just walk us through maybe like a regrettable cultural choice, either, you know, in the church or maybe a fashion decision from your past. Um, yeah. We just we want to can we walk you. through somebody else's? <laughs> you yeah. could do that too, but <laughs> don't look around. I mean, I so I'm, I'm at I'm at a loss. Regrettable, <laughs> yeah. You've never made a mistake, baby. I love the humility. Never made a fashion mistake. That's really going to help you connect with your audience, except for those <laughs> ten years between the ages of sixteen and twenty six. But yeah. no, you start pipe. Oh, it doesn't have to be fashion. Decisions. It could be like cultural. Yeah. I've know. never had a great sense of fashion, so it's hard to regret much. It's just sort of. You know, boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I regret most of what happened between the ages of like 18 and 23. Mm-hmm. I don't I know just, why those are such banner years, man. I was, man. Well, let's put it this way. It's a, it is a semi-annual thing based on no part of the calendar where I think I ought to apologize to everybody I went to college with. <laughs> just for my very existence. Uh-huh. Everybody who crossed paths with me, I'm like, I, I am sorry for who I was and how I was and what I was and that I was. Do you like just, two sentences on your college persona? What, in a nutshell, what did it look like? Uh, cage stage Calvinist mm-hmm. meets aggressively competitive former high school athlete who regrets <laughs> not being a current athlete. You just described two thirds of the union student body. That sounds lovely. <laughs> I know. See, see, you you now all dislike me during that era of my life because of that description. Thus, the exactly. need to apologize. No, that's great. Man. Yeah, I like the apology. I think my regrettable moment, similar to that, was not college, but it was like early publishing career. Me. Um, my ego was huge. I was looking for a lot of approval. I was kind of doing the early social media, just casting about, dangling little hooks in the water, looking for approval from people all the live long day. And it was, it was a gross look for me. It was a gross way to live. Um, I didn't like it. It didn't bring me any joy. And it probably didn't make me a great person to be around. So apologies to all the people in my life during, during that era. Um, fashion wise, anything come to mind fashion wise, baby, probably like early college me, like a lot of tight t-shirts, subtext, I lift weights, you know, um, medium Ted. Yeah. medium. A lot of baby gap, you know, baby gap kind of look on the, on the t-shirts <laughs> there, but, um, you know, would like to have some of those back, but anything for you, baby regrets culturally fashion wise. Baby, I have a question for you, man. Go. When, when did you, that whole publishing thing, would you say that? That started its downward slide when we had that <laughs> meeting with, with, with Zonda. Gosh, that pitch meeting was electric. You could, you could cut that excitement with a I'm knife. I'm so tired of hearing about that pitch <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, man. I mean, it, 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 just, it just went downhill. I think whenever you make yourself like the thing that you gaze at the most, it just goes downhill. Um, mm. And it's bad. So that was a good question, man. Thanks, Kev. We need uh, to get an answer from that end. Well, so I actually do have some... Some fashion regrets, quite okay. a few, Ooh. quite a few. So Let's back in the day when I was when I was making records for the thing mm-hmm. that I did, right? And they 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 used to do these things called videos. Uh-huh. And um, never and they, heard of it. Describe those. Well, places. they used they used to do these things called videos for songs that you would write and mm-hmm. sing and record, mm-hmm. and then they would put them out to mass audiences on these things called VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, it'd be like, yeah, let's do these crazy things. It's going on a tape, and little did you know that in four short years. There was going to be this thing called the internet. Oh, tough. And it was going to live on. Oh, that's forever. Hard. Yeah. You know, that's there we hard. go. Yeah. I, you know. I, Kevin needs one of these Bibles for asking an awesome he does, question. He does. Clap it up for so. Kev one more time. Big Kev. 
our guy. All right, let's go to this side of the room. Hey, guys, Nathan from Columbus, Ohio. Shout out the Ohio State University. Oh, uh, Nate, yeah. that's tough. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you got one clap, one lady yeah, back there. Clap for you. Thanks. It's your mom, probably. It's, but, you know, it's, it's rare. Lady. I'm an Ohio transplant. So I yeah, I mean, I grew up in Alabama. Like, you said roll tide, and it hurt. You know? <laughs> no, it's good. Fire away, baby. What do you All got? right, so uh, this... Um, Growing up in like 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. you remember sitting in the restaurants and that you'd be in the non-smoking section because yeah. you're a Christian. and um, <laughs> A Christian with a mom. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, um, and then just you would get a waft of yeah. that, that smoke. Mm. And that's how my wife listens to the happier aunt. Okay. Uh, We're just, the waft of smoke. You are, you are We're the, the secondhand smoke. Life. We're the contact high. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, there yeah. you go. I like and that. I, know you, I know it's important that you were to, uh, you sold out, and, and that's great. But yeah, the request that my wife has is, can we change, and maybe, maybe others have, can we change the intro music back? Oh. Yeah. We were it. discussing this at dinner. Yeah, let's clap it up for that. That's good. This is, this is a worthy question. Your wife is spot on. Maybe give this to her. But um, yeah, so we had, a, we had a high-level podcast business meeting uh, at dinner right before this show, and that was one of the agenda items. So we were writing on class, doing some PowerPoint presentations about the intro music. It was actually music. our own Josh Byers who brought it up. I know Josh has a feel. Controversy. Dude, Josh has the awareness. He's, he has a bit of a feel. I, for I'd say things. he's kind of moved into like sitting on the board of directors at this point. He's yeah, he's, he's, in that, he's he's sort of in that yeah. position. He's chair of the board, podcast. and we listen to Josh. When Josh speaks, we listen. Well, he that doesn't. Is a, that is a privilege. He doesn't position. speak often, yeah. but when he does, yeah. you know. Let let me just say this. Um, I think it's a pretty good bet that you might get the old intro music back, or you might get something new that we do. Mm. as a group i'm just gonna leave it right there Mm. so it's a bit of a cliffhanger but um thank you for liking the old music we feel the same way uh let's go over here hey guys brian from jeffersonville anybody jeff no let's clap it up for brian because that was a sad response let's clap it up for brian (laughs) you know what he went for it with the jeffersonville and i I love the enthusiasm tilt that mic up a little bit There you go. Or lean down. Not used to being so short. So yeah, yeah. This is radio. It's set up. It's set up for not talking. My my, my lovely wife is five foot, so I I, it's Mm, perfect for her. Anyway, um, she could ask the question. She could. She'd do better actually. Um, Same here, man. To all the five foot wives right here. um, Question though is in 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 pastoral ministry or professorship, Mm -hmm. what is one mistake that you've made? If you feel like sharing, how did you learn from it? Isn't it still shaping you to this day? That's good. Um, let's just start here. Start with you, Pat. Uh, nah, sorry. I'm pulling a Ronnie over here. I yeah. don't know. I, you always have like seven of these things keyed up. <laughs> seven mistakes that I made keyed up? I've actually um, got one. Okay, if, you, if you, you need a Yeah, you go, go first. I'm sure I have plenty. I just need to think on it. <laughs> yeah, and this one's yeah. a bit sad as well. Um, I, I'm a thin-skinned person, right? So if I get like 99 positive reviews of a class and one like even remotely negative review... I will perseverate over it and obsess and like fear of man is a, is a thing for me. So, uh, I tend to want to be a people pleaser. I tend to fear man in the sense of, you know, critiques. So I, I'd like to say I've gotten better at that. I think there was one year like early in the teaching career where it was really tough and I just, it almost felt demonic. Like I couldn't shake it. And, um, you know, KK was, was faithful to pray with me and for me and um the lord's kind of eased eased the way on that one but uh it's something i'll always deal with you know i think i'll always kind of fear the reactions of others but um hopefully i can i can grow in it get a little more thick skin pipe you got one dialed up uh not a specific thing in terms of like an instance but i would venture to say it is the opposite of what you just said okay in that uh i frankly don't care enough about what people think I would love to live like that. That seems amazing. Baby, yeah. Can you imagine that? That seems so good. We should, yeah, we should maybe split the difference. Yeah. So having thick skin <laughs> is good, the, but it, the, you know, what's the difference between that and being calloused? Yeah. And just sort of freight training through and being like, yeah, but this is the right way to do things. And just kind of, it, I have to work very hard to take other people's feelings into account as opposed to just doing what I think is the best way to do things and it yeah thankfully throughout my life given what my answer about being a total jerk at 18 to my 20s 
I'm well versed in apologizing. Mm-hmm. So that that comes in handy going back and apologizing for the times that I kind of freight train through things. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Baby? Mm. Are we still doing this one? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to participate. No, I think for me, it's... You uh, are getting a full paycheck. I'm yeah, just know, making you work for it a little bit. I'm trying to earn my, my, my pay here. Yeah. No, I think the thing for me in pastoral ministry has been... Um, I think it's been this idea, kind of like pipe. It's more of a, gen, it's more of a gener, general thing where I think... Uh, Going too, going too fast in the sense that I think I see people at a certain point in their life, you know, people in the congregation, and you, you have, I have the tendency to kind of think, oh, man, I'm not, that's it. You know, there's, there's no change. There's not going to be any change. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you know, this is what we got. There's mm-hmm. no sanctification. Mm-hmm. And just wanting to get people to a place much quicker than God does, you mm-hmm. know. And God doesn't, God typically works slow. And, um and we know that's true because we see it all through Scripture, right? And we see it in our own lives. And so just learning to have that kind of patient slowness um, with people that God has with me and, and then being able to have the, you know, enough compassion on myself that God has on me for how, how slow yeah. I grow through things because it's, yeah. it's been painful. And, but, when I pl- but when I forget to apply that to other people, yeah. um, it just causes dissonance, you know, in a sense. Yeah. So that's been, that's been painful, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm growing at it incrementally, you know, but not, you know, ironically, not, I'm not growing at, growing at it fast. As fast as you would like right, to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's well said. Big Bri, let's, uh, let's clap it up. <laughs> Going home with a nice Tom Nelson Bible. Yeah. Love to see it. Tommy. All right, who's next? Let's go over here. Uh, Danny from College Station, Texas. So Paul tells us in Scripture to greet one another with a holy kiss. Mm-hmm. My question is, within the T4G tribe, <laughs> who are you greeting with a holy kiss, and who are you not greeting with a holy kiss, and Danny. why? Question. Danny, you did it. You I went have, there. All right, so in true Christian kid, I grew up in youth group, uh, where are the lines? Like, what lines are we not allowed to cross with this holy kiss? Oh, y'all, y'all set those. It's your pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, how far can you go? Like, open mouth? Or <laughs> <not>? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, is it, does it count as kissing if there's yeah, no yeah, tongue? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, we're reformed guys. We need definitions and boundaries. Yeah. You know? I need like five points Let's of a kiss. Let's put a fence here. around this yeah. thing. Yeah, a systematic, a systematic definition of kissing. Yeah, that's that's such an intriguing thought provoking. Let me open my Wayne Grudem's. <laughs> Would you kiss Wayne? Also, we're really avoiding Fountains answering this question. Fountains oh. of Wayne Grudem. All right, wait. So who it? And then, what are the parameters on who we get to pick from? T for G tribe. You can even go oh, TGC. Tribe. Okay. Yeah. So just the, yeah. the so reform universe. Also, Ronnie Paul is a guy who wrote like half the New Testament in um, Greek. Yeah, I don't want to say. I was know who Paul that. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There we oh, go. Yeah, hey. Very nice resource. Oh. Big Bri's always Brian off. We're feeling like Thomas angry reformed room already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're pushing you on who Paul yeah, is. It's, we're it's, so angry. It's really mean We're Calvinist. such bad guys. Real know? meanie yeah, Calvinists. Yeah, yeah, such meanies. No, we're really adeptly not answering that question, though. Yeah. Um, who you would greet with a holy kiss in the T4G universe? Um, I gave Noel Heikinen, um a, a robust hug. Yeah. Our, our cheeks may have touched. Your beards collided. Yeah, they collided. It was beard on beard I think contact. that counts. Yeah. It was, was it Velcro-y? It was Velcro-y. I'm going to count that. You're going to have to repent of it that a little bit legit. later. That was legit. Yeah. I think that was legit. I think it was. I'm going to roll with that, man. I'm, I'm going to go like Paul Tripp, but maybe the mustache might be an issue, you know? 
Like, you're navigating around that thing. You're thinking about it. Like, it's in your head, you know? You don't want to be thinking about it in that moment. Like, you what would you do if you just saw PT right there and he, like, moved in towards you? Like, what would that moment look well, dude, like PT, for you? Well, dude, PT, I think PT's career arc is one that we would enjoy having, right? Like, he's kind of aged into this, like, oh, man. old hipster, old sage wisdom guy. Like, I think he's, a, he's done the getting old thing really well. In terms of kind of being like a like a cozy, lovable old white guy, he's done being an old white guy well. Like there aren't a lot of old white guys that anyone like likes, likes or gives yeah. a crap about. So <laughs> shout out PT for doing. Do you that. think PT would like get in and do the like you know get his mustache close to your cheek? I don't I think know. He'd how go right works. in there, dude. What I do, I think he just kind of maybe and maybe I'm like giving myself too much credit. I think maybe I'd have to slow him down a little bit. Like hey, <laughs> I, I would have to say that thing that people say like. Like, hey, I don't want to ruin it by going too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just like, you, you respect me a little bit, you know? Like, <laughs> I can just see you kind of, move, like, kind yeah. of shot. Like, like whoa, whoa, PT. Yeah, whoa. PT. I mean, Wait, I, didn't, PT. I didn't know we were doing. You're saying PT, like, rapidly, yeah. like, 86 yeah, PT, times. PT, PT, like, PT. I didn't realize we were doing that. Yeah, right. You know, like, <laughs> you got one? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, not to sound accidentally incestuous, but like my dad's in this crowd, and like he go. used to kiss me goodnight all the time. That's pretty oh, holy. Come on. Nah, that Wait, works. you did Velcro beard over here. That's you That's cheated. True. I'm not related to Neil Heikinen, man. I, I did some know. weird stuff. Okay, with Paul Tripp, it's know. a perk that comes with my last name. Congratulations yeah. to me. I mean, you're allowed oh, to like kiss that. your dad, pipe. What if? What if? <laughs> what if Ronald or I kissed your dad? How would that go over? With him. There's only one way to find out, isn't yeah, there? I know, dude. Dude, is John, is Johnny P a kiss? I mean, would he, is Gosh, he, would he be a kisser? Would he? I, <laughs> that's a great question, baby. As I, unless you define that real clearly, I'm I don't know how answering. much clearly I, more clearly I can say not, that. No, he's not going to kiss you. Would he kiss you right now if he walked into the room? Like on the cheek, sure. He would? Yeah. He oh, would, that's how he would respond to you. His flesh Given the conversation, blood. I don't yeah. think he would hesitate. Oh, all right. Yeah. He's all hard, man. He's all hard. Yeah, I know, man. Let's clap it up for Johnny P. Johnny Let's P. clap it up for Danny in that question. Dude, that was a scorcher. He came oh, out. Oh, man. He was just throwing heaters oh, right was, out of the pit. I love it. it was I love heater. it. Let's oh, yeah. go over here. My name is Andrew Johnson. I am from one of those little churches uh, you were mentioning earlier. Uh, way out in South Dakota. So Dude, South man. Dakota. Yeah. Is that where they That's like, carved out the uh, Yes. The uh, an yeah. hour south of there, actually. All right. Yeah. So, Are the presidents? Yes. Yep. Oh, at least we think no, they were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that little thing. Almost yeah. a doctor, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot to think about. You guys want me to preach facts or <laughs> do you want me to preach the gospel? What's your question, yeah, that's Andrew? Right. Little history lesson there from Dr. Ron Martin. You guys want information or wait for it? Transformation question. Yes, answer. yes. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can see there's tension at the table tonight. Mm. Um, and so Cut it with a knife. this question was actually inspired by Ted Kluck's wonderful love song a few uh, a while ago. Caution to the Wind by Shavu. Yes, yes, yeah. it was great. Yeah, let's clap it up for Shavu. Big. Soon to be pheasant. <laughs> I was wondering if you guys would maybe try another collab thing where you guys could get together. Since you guys are always struggling with your relationship with Ronnie versus Jared C. Wilson's yeah, I know. relationship with Ronnie. I struggle with that. And since music <laughs> is best formed uh, through adversity, if yeah. you guys could write a song together about your relationship. About and Jared maybe... stealing my friend from me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good song, actually. I think, I think that has the... Like, Andrew, first off, let me just say, that is uh, your name. He, that's my favorite president. All right? Mm. Just to show you that I know some facts. That's big, baby. Is Andrew Wilson a president? Andrew Wilson. <laughs> Andrew Johnson, uh, yes. <laughs> no, or, but... Or is, he that, or is he that, like, pastor from the UK? I bet he could have been. Who's, like, you know, tweets I read. I don't know. He'd make a fine president. Would, would Andrew, isn't Andrew Wilson a president? I don't Are you looking no. it up right now, Pipe? Do you not no. know? I'm not no. looking it up. Oh. And, Andrew Johnson was a president right after Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I thought yeah. Andrew Wilson was a president. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Thank I don't you. know anywhere that Paul said I need to know U.S. history to preach the gospel. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember reading that anywhere in Philippians. Andrew. Thank you for bearing with him, and I, I am going to make him answer the question. Okay, we're going to get there. Well, the question was, would we write a song, right? Yeah, right now about about the kind of fraught relational dynamics between the kind of li love triangle between this podcast, the love quadrant. I mean, I don't know how Piper writes a song um, since he's a self-professed not songwriter. Mm -hmm. But um, so how do you how do you 
How do you how do you, how do you suggest we, we get yeah there? creatively? How do we move yeah, forward? I, get us unstuck. We're stuck. Yeah, right we're very stuck. Yeah. He needs inspiration. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. think part of it is. Uh, since Ronnie is the one who feels aloof from the other two sometimes. Mm. I feel like you're projecting now. Andrew. No, I think he's 100% right. Yeah. Yep. We also I remember feel like ever he's aloof. saying that. Do you feel like Andrew feels aloof from us? I he's feel projecting. like Andrew might yeah. be feeling aloof. <laughs> uh-huh. If you guys want to bring me in on a song, I wouldn't mind, I guess. Andrew, would, would you like to have the seat? No. Andrew, yeah. Andrew, he's gunning for your job, He's baby. gunning. Yeah. But we don't, do, we don't do guests. He wants some of that happy So you're money. either all the way in or you're no the way in. Uh-huh. That's how it works. Andrew, let me let me throw the question back to you. Let me ask, what's your like your music persona? Are you like the guitar player with Mystique? Are you the charismatic frontman? What are we looking at? I'm you? more of the charismatic frontman. I like to raise my hand a little bit. Whoa, oh, that kind of charismatic. Easy. Yeah, yeah easy, yeah, easy. You remember what kind of church win right now? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, man, that that definitely has legs. We would we would like to collaborate with you on a song. I think that could help us. That could kind of be therapeutic. It could help us move forward. Okay. Yeah. In our relationship. <laughs> okay. In our fractured relationship. Okay, yeah. Put it back together one song at a time. One song yeah. at a time. I'm like just a the concept. one that has to write the song. A concept record. Yeah. yeah. Next question. I'm the one that has to do all the work. All right, who's yeah, next? As usual. Ryan, get up here, big fella. Ryan Walling from a random church in Dallas-Fort Worth. A huge uh, church. The home of the Hearst Hearses. The Hearst Hearses, that's right. Church. There are no yeah. small churches Hearst. in Texas, though, are there? A big base church. Let's yeah. clap it up for Ryan and his huge church. Ryan Walling, event promoter. Had us down not too long ago. Yeah, most recent host had, of a lot I had to come and see, day. you know, am I still the, the top day. of the hosting chart? Like, oh, am I you're, still... You're you know, Apex, man. You're, you're on that okay. Rushmore all by yourself. All right. There's just right. four Ryan Wallings up there. Four That's presidents. right. That's right. Different profiles. Four you know. CEOs. Yeah. Oh, snap. That was a statement. <laughs> so in an earlier episode, uh, Barnabas, you mentioned uh, knowing God and how profound that was for so many people. Um, I would love... Obviously, y'all can mix this up. I would love to know a book that was really transformative for you, mm-hmm. Ted, a mm-hmm. movie that okay. was really transformative for you, and mm-hmm. Ronnie, an album or a song that was really transformative for you. So book, you. movie, album. Obviously, okay. it's your podcast. You yeah, can switch yeah. that up if you want to. No, but no, I like it. I feel like that fits in your yeah. persona. No, that's good. That's really good. Um, hmm. Let's see. Who wants to go first? All you, right, so I'll go first. You got one dialed for a change. Up. Yeah, go yeah. for it. No, this is great. So, this, is, me. this is very not yeah. aloof. Yeah, we're... Guys, I, I like to surprise occasionally. Yeah, you know. yeah, full of surprises. Full of surprises. So for me, man, it was No Compromise by Keith Green. That's the first record I remember hearing by my mom, Lorraine Martin, classic old school 1940s name, as you would have if you were born in that decade. And um, I remember hearing that record, and that was the moment where it's like, I want to be that curly-haired, bearded dude. Mm. You know, I did not become that curly-haired, bearded dude. Although I did have curly hair when I was younger. And when my hair gets longer, it gets curly. So I was that curly-haired bearded dude. So shortly afterwards, my parents bought me a piano. That's what stood out to you about that album? And I just tried to write songs. I, yeah, I, like I just, hair like I just that. tried to write songs what like Keith Green. What a profound experience. I just no. tried to write songs like Keith Green. Yeah, no, you know? that's good. Um, it's a great album. So on my honeymoon... Keith was a bit of a weirdo. Go on. Tim. Yes. Yeah, no, I was going to talk about a movie that was profound. Uh, 1996, December. I had just married KK. We were on our honeymoon, and uh, we watched the movie Jerry Maguire, which had just come out. And it was kind of like a paradigm. And you paradigm, haven't stopped quoting it since. And we haven't stopped <laughs> quoting it since. But it was kind of a paradigm-shifting sports movie. So as someone who like endeavored to write movies, but also endeavored to write books and think about sports in a different way, and also as someone who would just be starting this lifelong journey of trying to get my wife to understand football, um, and, and understand like the grip that it has on my heart and why I love it so much and why I like playing. And she cried during the movie. Like she cried because the, the football stuff was so violent and it was so important to Rod and to Jerry. And I feel like that was day one of us trying to understand the sport together, but it was really joyful. And it was a reminder of like when we experience a movie together, it's an exercise in conversation, right? It's an exercise in, enjoyment of each other enjoyment of the movie and um we've been talking about movies for 26 years since uh so jerry Maguire for me i'm gonna let you enjoy this moment it's a nice moment for you i'm gonna let you have it and he takes a swig from the plastic water and he's eating the sandwich and he and he waves goodbye like that bob sugar is who we're talking about um Um, i'm gonna name three because because they did three three distinct different things so the first is the book friday night lights 
Oh, dude, um, I love that book which, so much. So I read, I think my freshman year in college or senior year in high school. So I played high school football, loved high school football. Sports always played a huge role in my life. That was a book that showed me that good, great writing about sports tells a story about people. Mm-hmm. And it completely transformed my understanding of like the role sports play in my own life as well as as a, as a writer, as a reader, as, you know, kind of sports is almost a like a historical time capsule, sociological study, beautiful narrative, all of that. The second is The Brothers K by David James Duncan, um, which was the first secular novel I can remember reading and going, oh, this is what it means to write truth in a, in a story that's not a Christian novel. You know, mm-hmm. like this isn't Frank Peretti, yeah. which I'm not even sure if that would be considered truth in any sense. But besides <laughs> the point. <clears throat> yeah, we're Christian. <laughs> Um, but so it, just the the Frankie. the so, profound the uh, depiction <laughs> of human life, human pain, relationships, not remotely Christian, but just looking at it and going, oh, this he understands the reality of life and is a profoundly good writer. And the third one is uh, Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning, which um, I think if I had read it at a different time in life, it probably would have been a good book. But it is it is a rare book that a person who is in the midst of something spiritually dry or just at, at rock bottom can read and see. It just it's like the scene in Goodwill Hunting where he keeps saying it's not your fault mm. until until uh, Matt Damon's character breaks. Mm. That's sort of the effect of that book if if read at the right time. Nice. Mm. I yeah. got a quick book one. Mine was Future Grace by your dad. I haven't um, read it. No, nah, it's really, really good. Came to me in a rough patch of life, rough patch of marriage and sin and all, all kinds of that stuff. But it was, uh, it was very helpful for me. So shout out your dad. Let's go, uh, let's go over here. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hey, my name is Dustin from Huntington, West Virginia. All right, Dustin. What up? Let's go, man. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So my question is for all three of you. And a couple episodes ago, you guys kind of waffled on the question of which (laughs) celebrity celebrity evangelical you would slap. Oh, yeah. I remember waffling on that. I've thought a lot about that since since then. I'm wondering if we could modify it slightly for our live audience. Yeah. Which celebrity evangelical, you know, pastor or whatever, do you think would be most likely to want to slap you? Oh. (laughs) Man, Dustin, let's clap it up for Dustin. That's a great question. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Jared C. Wilson. <laughs> that, could, that could happen tonight. I mean, the night's still young. We'll, we'll see how He's going to pull a Will Smith right now. Oh, I love it. I love it. Who would be oh, wait, most likely to want to slap us? Mm. And we did waffle. You're right. Uh, I, I take that. I own it. Um, who, who do you think, Pipe? Oh, let's see. Who have we, who have we gone after? I mean, Furtick? Big, big sweaty Ferdy? It depends on if he's cycling on or off steroids at any given right. time. Um, he's a, he's mid anadrol fifty cycle. Yeah. You know, that. I think. I mean, Driscoll comes to mind fastest. A because I mean he's probably the most likely to slap anybody. Um, just fly off the handle, and I don't know that we've made fun of any celebrity Christian as much as him 
over the course of the eight years of this podcast? I got to get something off my chest. You actually like Driscoll? I actually kind of like Driscoll. There it is. I said We're going my there piece. again. We're doing All right. It again. Well, I know the yeah. answer of who I want to slap now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. there's, the, there's the answer to that question. Everyone wants to slap me now. Um, I don't know. You know, there's who. So Drisky, Drisky probably would want to slap. Us. Yeah, I think he. I think he probably. Drisky, would. good fighter. And well, he's, he's for all the bluster and bravado. He's real he's sensitive fighter. too. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. take criticism well, and we, mm-hmm. you know, we've occasionally, maybe, possibly criticized him From a little bit. From time to time, it's been a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Who else? Anyone else on the uh, who needs a target? It's been a long time. So we got Ferdy Drisky. We need a third, and then we're going to decide who's fighting who. Um, <laughs> who's third? Beth Moore. Um, oh no. <laughs> We're Beth fans. That's gonna oh, say you're a big Beth fan, baby. I, I know mean, I would be a, You're looking for I'd that I'd be a bigger tweet. Beth fan yeah, if I yeah, ever yeah, got a yeah, I know you yeah, would. I know you would. Yeah, I'd be on. Um, hmm. Who would be third? on the bandwagon. I mean, Eric Metaxas likes throwing sucker punches. All right. Let's so, so Okay. So, Metaxi, Drisky, and uh, who's the third guy? Ferdy. Ferdy. Who's fighting who? I feel like I'm taking Ferdy because he's the biggest. He's a and little dude. He's muscular, oh, but he's, he yeah, he's not very tall. I have no concept he's, he's of how big these people are. No, but, uh, Dr- Driscoll's built like a fire hydrant. Like, yeah? that's, he's yours. All right, I'll you, take you Driscoll. You can have him. Yeah. But, I feel like, I feel like the CrossFit like guys would be fun to fight, though. Yeah, I was going to say, know. that might be sort of like a slap fight but or a tickle loves fight Mark, or something. So that wouldn't be yeah. a fight. You I, guys. I do. We would just talk about how. We talk about real marriage. Yeah, how much I enjoyed it. I want to see Ronnie fight Metaxas while Metaxas is wearing that stupid bow tie outfit. That'd be just like. That'd be a battle of, like, pompadours. It'd just be their hair, like, waving at each other. Two magnificent gray-haired men it's, just, like, It's like one, of the, their, like one of those videos of bighorn sheep, like, smashing their yeah. heads together. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how yeah. I like to think of it. Make them, yeah, like two rams in the wild. Yeah. You know, so that leaves me with Furtick? That leaves I'd you with beat him with a microphone. I feel like you would. I feel like a handheld would. microphone. Yeah, and that's nice. good, Dustin. That, that was good work by you. Let's go, uh, let's go over here. All right, I am Tim from Tampa, Florida. Tim, um, so as a new, yeah, newer, newer Timmy fans out in the crowd, or Tampa yeah. fans, as a newer uh, Happy Rant podcast listener, uh, earlier in the show we started with kind of like a social media trend, like mm-hmm. how do you say you're this without saying you're this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to know. We talked a lot about Jared C. Wilson. Mm-hmm. So what does the C and Jared C. Wilson stand for? Wrong answers only. Oh, Wrong. Oh wow, dude! I see what you did there, Timmy. Mm. Um, you know what's crazy is I actually, actually do you, have do you no not idea. know what it stands for? I literally have no idea what this dude. Be. I think pipe. I think we need to call the producer, dial up the breaking news jingle, yeah. and we may we may need to get an answer to this on the program. Yeah. Do it, man. Should we do it? It's, yeah, it's roll it in. up. All right, let me let me dial it up. Here we go. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. We got a little breaking news, baby. Uh, at Jared C. Wilson is in the room tonight. Let's clap it up for at Jared C. We got a real live celebrity, a real live living, breathing publishing superstar in the room. Baby, what's the C stand for? Oh, dude, Coy? I like that. Doggone it. What does it stand for? Coy, coy. which is really cool. Wait, I wanted so, it to like, be like, like, like playing at Coy. Oh, yeah. Coy. I wanted to be like koi fish. Like oh, that's C-O-Y? with a K. C O Y. That's with a K. Never mind. Well, I think it's cool. I've never. I don't know where you're at on it, but I, th- I think it actually is really cool. Maybe when I get my degree, I will have heard of that. Name. I wanted it to be something. I think I could that's make a wrong of, answer. I think he's going with. I think he's going with the wrong answer because anybody with the middle name with the middle initial of C is obviously named like Charles, Carl. Hey, I've got another question Cooper. for Jared. Yeah, this, this relates to college. Um, college. Where Where'd you go to college? Where'd you do undergrad? MTSU. So when you were in college, I feel like a college persona thing for, for a certain kind of person is like going by your middle name for a semester. Like you would, you would sort of disregard Jared and you would go by Coy Wilson for a semester. Is this a thing that you did? No? <laughs> All right. I would have tried it. I probably Boys, you're getting kicked... dangerously close to having a guest on the show. I would have I kicked the tires on that. Especially because um, nobody can hear his answers. This right. is great. What was the original question? I forgot. Wrong answers only Wrong for answers the C. Only. I'm going uh, chauvinist. That starts with a C. <laughs> C-H. I was going yeah. to go Calvinist, so right in the same vein. Jared Calvinist, Jared Chauvinist. What do you got, baby? Wrong answers only. I was going to go with Coy, actually. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh. There we go. Uh, all right, let's go over here. Next question. Jared, is it really Coy? <laughs> I feel like he's coying us. He's being he's coy. He's playing right coy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Stephen Robertson from Sharon, Tennessee, just north of Jackson. Yes, let's go, dude. A West Tennessee guy. I love That's it. That's right. Um, yeah. So who are you 
going to first for blurbs for Violent Grace and Pro Attraction? Violent Grace, Pro Attraction, good memory. We got a, we got a future publishing exec in the house. Um, that's an acquisitions guy. He's got that written all over him. Where are we going first for blurbs? Let's do Violent Grace. Let's just go real quick on that. VG. Yeah, what do you uh-huh. think? Because um, it's gonna be it's gonna be clutch who we get for. I know some I know some boxers. I feel like I should reach out to Mike Tyson. You think we should go sports with this? Well, it's got the word violent in it. Yeah, that's true. So you know, I think the answer is Shane Claiborne. Oh snap! Dude, is he still a thing? He's still. I don't know. Yeah, he's product? like I don't he's know like Mister Pacifist. Oh yeah, that's true. That would be a zag on the on the violent grace. Um, who else we got? Um, what was the second title? Yours, pro attraction. Pro attraction. Pro attraction. Who we go? Who we going to for that? I feel like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You know what I mean? We're going <laughs> D- like nineties. Doctor Drew. Yeah. Um, I want to get like Jamie Ivy. You know, for pro attraction. I don't know who that is. Who's Jamie Ivy? I don't know. Uh, you do. Who is it? I don't. I, don't, know. The name. I, don't, I just I've seen her name. Okay. She like does a bunch of podcasts. Oh, okay. Annie F. Downs. I don't know. Who's Annie F. Downs? I don't know. She, I mean, I know the name, but like, what has she done? She did a podcast that like KK listened to for a hot minute. Oh, all right. I feel like I would hear her voice in the house. KK, have you heard of Jamie Ivy? No. I've We're been on Jamie know. Ivy's podcast. You really? have? Yes. Dude, Piper's so I love flex. how he's just sitting I, over there I, all coy. He's sitting on that, he's sitting he's on all that like quiet information. And coy. I, I mean, just fun listening to you guys figure this out. I've also been on Annie F. Downs' podcast. So. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Dude, now I feel like flex. someone's just trying to brag. Right? Yeah. We, to, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to lead with this. But right. We've wandered yeah. to and fro. Yeah. yeah. You might be <laughs> until, until next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been sitting on Thanks that for one. keeping up with my career, guys. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, try to keep up. But yeah. 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 Try to keep I guess up. we're not curious enough. I love it. We got one over here. <laughs> Fire away. Hey, I'm Andrew. I'm from here in Louisville. And I feel like Happy Ramps. This is, this is New Albany. Yeah, well. Yeah. No, Louisville's a, a good town you got here, Andrew. Yeah, we thanks. like it. Uh, I feel like Happy Ranch Sports has not been represented very well tonight. And okay. so I'd love to toss one to you two and give you a break for a moment. <laughs> uh, he takes a lot of you breaks. You want to give me a yeah. break As if for a moment or you night. want to send me into torture for a moment? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand what you're asking. Uh, Ask your question. Thanks. Fire, thanks. fine. Fire away. Uh, if you could own one piece of sports memorabilia oh gosh, what oh would gosh. it be if you could own one piece of sports memorabilia what would it be pipe um i think i would want jackie robinson's mitt from the game on april 15th 1947 wow when he broke the color barrier that's a that's i take his jersey answer. too but the mitt just seems cooler yeah i mean shoot i would take that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you I'd, prob- I'd probably lose it. I'd leave it out in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Leave it out in the rain. Like, exactly. hey, where's that glove thing that I got that time yeah. from that guy who broke that thing? <laughs> no respect. You know when somebody described you as aloof earlier? Mm-hmm. Be more aloof. I have never yeah, been, ba- let's I go have back never to been that. described as that in my life. Return to aloofness, please. <laughs> you know when someone described you as a guy who misses a third to a half of our episodes um, i'm who i need to be guy. for the moment yeah boys. yeah yeah it's, all things to all people like, roll. like paul who wrote half the new testament correct yeah. you're gonna learn about him more in seminary is it really uh, half guys can I we break know. down the percentage I actually it's 63 percent someone would, oh someone snap, on nerd twitter hurt, would know that yeah yeah you know not it's by, weird not by know, word just, count anyway carry on se- i'm just i'm kind of nerdy i love seminary i'm kind of nerdy that way um i would go for a game-worn Walter Payton helmet. He always wore the same helmet. He wore a Wilson. Uh, when like the rest of the league had moved past Wilson, they were wearing like Riddell helmets and bikes and air helmets and stuff. But he wore this old school like battered, beat up Wilson helmet. Same face mask his whole his whole career. So wait, so like um, he never polished it. He never like repainted it. Yeah, it always looked just beat to heck, man. Just and he just was hammered. allowed to like that would never be allowed now. Yeah, I mean they got more rules now. Yeah. You know now they got more rules. They do the. Con- concussion so he was al- right so he was allowed just to wear that literally like yeah brutal and he actually wore his i don't know if that's a word I yeah just he wore his up. shoulder pads from high school demon what like he was yeah he was a big throwback yeah, when you guy. don't take hebrew and greek you say we're like brutal that's you know, that's right convince their right. words coming soon to a right. pulpit near you um <laughs> no I, I would get some walter payton gear so game used helmet or jersey something like that he was he was my guy growing up i love payton baby what about that kicker helmet you're supposed to keep getting i know dude. what's going on with that i'm, I'm still I feel looking. like we're not friends i feel like I, I it's it's so so this is a little peek behind the curtain i promised ronnie 
uh, a kicker helmet because eleven years ago, eleven years ago, playing the long game on this one. Um, and you know, Ronnie doesn't like sports, but like he likes some of the aesthetics of sports. And he indicated to me that he likes the single bar helmets. So like the Joe Theismann used to wear, and, and a lot of it feels less games. violent. Yeah, you know? it feels nonviolent. It fits with so you, you and Shay. Cl- violent grace. You yeah. and Claiborne's pacifist tendencies. Right. But uh, who who was the kicker pipe? Gary who, Anderson. Yeah, and he would wear it like a chin strap. Yeah, and like hung down. Oh, like he didn't even like down. wear it. Yeah, he was so confident he wasn't going to get tackled. So confident. Yeah, exactly. Wow. What would you pick? Let me throw the question to you. I would love a Ted Cluck signed oh, mini snap. Happy Ramp football. Oh, let's get it. Let's Thank get it right you. now. Let's clap <laughs> it up for you. the boy. While I, uh, I'm going to put my gold signature on this bad boy right here. That's really hard to ride on. But I'm going to let's see how your hands are. Okay, let's catch with the hands, not the body. There we go. Let's nice. clap it up for his hands. Natural athlete right there. He's a hands catcher. Um, we got time for one more fight? Yeah, probably one more. Okay, let's go right here. This is the last one. Hi, I'm Corey Holtz from Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's kind of a... Yeah. <laughs> let's clap it up that for Jeffersonville. They're enthusiastic down there. Yeah. Well, Jayville. He was up here earlier. He said Jeffersonville. I failed him. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you know what? I like that healing, though, that just took place between you men. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of aspirational for us. Maybe we can learn from you. And then write a song, yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of two questions. One's a little more serious. You can figure out which one. Who in the Bible do you... Ronnie doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who in the Bible do you identify with the most? And then a personal question. Does the toilet paper go over or under? Hmm. On the roll. When you're using it or on the roll? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Wow. On the roll. Okay. This Check may it. be a really transformational night for you. you know? <laughs> Changing lives, one podcast episode at a time. Um, All right, so... Bible character you most identify yeah. with. Um, Peter comes to mind. Uh, dur- during his, I'd say, pre-apostle days, mm-hmm. the uh, constantly outspoken... Constantly sure of himself, constantly getting the wrong answers, mm-hmm. occasionally being told, get behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then it, to it, the, the uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> announcing the things that he will be great at and then failing miserably at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I mean, the, I, I hope that the rest of the, the sort of redemptive arc is there, but I, yeah. I just resonate with his boldness at being so dang wrong. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Dude, that's good. I, I actually was going to say Peter too, but kind of for a different reason. You know, the, the, the narrative of denying Christ three times and Peter's full of bravado. And then some little girl comes up to him and says, I heard you know Jesus. And he's like, nope, never heard of him. You know, <laughs> and um, so to go so quickly from confidence and bravado, just headlong into sin. And he does it three times and then he's restored. I mean, it's kind of this, it's audacious what Christ did for me right? Uh, to save me. And anytime I reflect on that story, I'm reminded of, of what he saved me from. And it's, it's, uh, it's powerful. I would also say, <laughs> and this harkens back to a long time joke between you and me, baby, like the author of Ecclesiastes. But if you take <laughs> away all the money, <laughs> take away all the, all the power, all the influence, but like that was the first book of the Bible that I read kind of as an adult. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it. Like, I get where this guy is coming from. I understood the ethos behind it, despite not having any money or power or influence. Um, that one resonated with me. What, what would you say about Bible character that you resonate with the most? Yeah, I think lately it's been, um, it's been Elijah, 1 Kings, uh, I think it's 1 Kings 19. So 1 Kings 18 is the Elijah that everybody loves, right? He, he crushes it, you know, with the prophets of Baal. And then you get, to, you get to who Elijah actually is in 1 Kings 19, where he's, Jezebel wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, he runs, he's in the wilderness, and then the Lord just takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And he takes like 15 naps. Mm-hmm. He has like all these meals. It's still not enough, so he sleeps some more. And, um, and it's just this idea about, you know, you know, we see these people that experience these, like that victory that he experienced, you would have thought that that would have carried him. Mm. I mean, for a long time, man. Yeah. I mean, that was significant, right? It was like a game changer in the life of Israel at that particular moment in history. See, I, I know some Bible. Yeah. And, um, and yet, like literally one comment from one person 
And again, it was significant. Mm-hmm. When somebody says they're not going to sleep until they murder you, it's kind of significant. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, <laughs> and she happens to be the queen of the world. Yeah. And um, so, so the, way he go, the way he is being taken care of in that moment as somebody who wants to just be done, mm-hmm. and the Lord says, well, I'm, we're not there yet. But what you do need is to, is to just, uh, you need to renew your strength. And that resonates with me a, a lot these days because I'm, I'm at a point where I don't have a lot of strength. And, you know, for all the laughs, right? I don't have a lot of strength right now. I don't have a lot in the tank. And when I read that, it gives me a lot of encouragement because I remember the fatherly care that is at our disposal if we know God and obviously more importantly that he knows us so yeah that yeah. one that that dude really resonates with me right now that's good yeah that's, no. good. that's really good baby yeah we tend to think that if only i have this prayer <coughs> answered it'll it'll carry me forever or take me forever but uh that's a good word boys what a great night what yeah. a great night of chat um great night of questions yeah i feel like the audience always uh they always come deliver through. the goods we have yep. good people we do we have good people that listen to the, the happy rent is good people yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. That's a good slogan. That's a good one to end on. So uh, the good people of this audience, give yourselves yeah. a hand for those questions. And give us a hand for doing a heck of a job up here tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Fished for it. Got to ask for the hands. <laughs> it's gotten to that point. It's gotten to that point. Right. We've done what we always do, boys, in that we've wandered to and fro throughout some really elite questions. And until next time. There it is, baby. I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming out. Grab some snacks. Grab some merch. Grab some chit-chat. We'll see you later. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.